This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome ad, although we were recently reminded that there are, in fact, welcome ads available for purchase on our website. On our website. DissonancePod.com. And do you know who reminded us of that? Who did? Who was Cecil, that? it was the inimitable, the, the one, the only, Bryce Blagerfersnell. <laughs> Good job. Did I nail that? I think it's pretty close. Let me try again. Bryce Blagerfersnell. No, then. no, that the first one was better. The first one was closer, I think. The safe Bryce Blinker Fitz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an Irish name. So, <laughs> but if you want to go Italian with it, it's bacon, egg, and cheese. A bacon. Ah, <laughs> there you go. You know this kid got ripped for that. <laughs> right? I know. I know. Right? Oh, the best was in third grade. Broke my leg. Oh, it's Bryce broken ankle. <laughs> That's actually really clever. That That's awesome. really clever. Right. Super I love awesome. it. Oh, so does Bryce Blank and Angle from the Naked Mormonism podcast. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Well, yeah. thanks for having me in Glory Hill Studios. I, I, you are uh, on your feet. This is more of a kneeling studio. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say it. It kind of smells in here. Do you guys like you hose it out between guests, or you just go like college style? On I'm just saying, man. The clubhouse is what the clubhouse is. <laughs> the clubhouse doesn't change. Yeah. You just need a, a douche like me in here to clean it all out. This thing does need a douche. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> no amount of fucking vinegar and spring water is gonna make this thing fresh. You can steam it. <laughs> We stuck a jet egg in the fucking thing. <laughs> so you drove out here from where? I drove from Seattle. From Seattle. What the yeah. fuck? What? Jesus. Two straight. When did you leave? Oh, I, 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 I June. Used <laughs> <laughs> I used to be a truck driver, so I've developed you know nerves of steel and a chrome plated bladder, so I can do it. You were like a long, long haul truck driver. Uh, I did a lot of long haul. Or you just had a, you just was, had a pickup truck, and you just yeah, want to sound cool. I, I felt you like had a pickup cool. truck. You had a fucking Mounted Ford air Ranger. Horns to it. Yep. Motherfuckers got a shitty old fucking Ford Ranger. <laughs> He's like, I'm a truck driver. No yep. big deal. Cut off the exhaust. So it sounds like a big ass truck. Yep. No. <laughs> I'm sorry, I interrupt you because I'm rude. You, you were a truck driver. Yeah. Uh, well, I did local deliveries, but I I spent a lot of time in the truck cab of a truck and that's when i started listening to podcasts i was like what is this cognitive dissonance i'll listen to this and Terrible decision uh, oh, yeah man, i love that I people am. find us through desperate boredom yeah right? <laughs> and it's like yeah it's either that or yeah. fucking jerk off again in the truck that's, so. how, I, that's how i got married Tom. <laughs> <laughs> i'm literally banking on that plan it's, <laughs> it's my only hope <laughs> um yeah so to answer your question i'm actually down here for a couple of conferences 
so I just attended a uh, Mormon history conference down in Nauvoo, Illinois. What the fuck is that's a Nauvoo? That's wine country. That's Illinois wine country. And Mormon country. Oh, really? Surprising, yeah, surprisingly compatible that's with each other. That's interesting. Huh. Yeah. Um, I didn't know we had wine country. I live in this state. Yeah. I didn't know we <laughs> had wine country. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that uh, I actually camped out because uh, it's only five bucks a night. Seriously, fuck the Mississippi camping right next to it when it's 95 degrees out <laughs> and 100,000% humidity. That's a very high percentage. <laughs> that's, extreme. that's basically just raining so, up your ass. So it's across, it's across the way from Iowa. Do you have to tie up your food for the corn goblins? They come, they come over like trying like to wave bears? their little arms. No, they're not like, they're not that intimidating. I mean, let's be real honest. You to, when you walk, you don't want to surprise them to clang pans together. And they scurry back into the corn, <laughs> scurrying into the corn. You just play Howard Dean's like <laughs> over and over and over again, and they just scatter. <laughs> Democrats. Ah! <laughs> Wake up the next day, the half a side of chicken is all yeah, picked to bones. Right. <laughs> so why was camping next to the? That was not great. It was it stinky or just the mosquitoes? Jesus oh, God. Christ! Imagine, it was, yeah. They were everywhere. Yeah. I, oh yeah. So I, okay, most urban areas have mosquito control districts, but for like rural towns, that's just not a, a thing apparently. And right on the banks of the Mississippi, it's a fucking swampland. Yeah, Before the Mormons s- got there and drained it, Nauvoo was a swamp. Yeah. And it's still a fucking swamp. It's still a garbage land. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, I just finished that Mormon history conference and recorded with a bunch of historians. Uh, watched a, a bunch wait. of... Cecil, can you take a look? Is his head shrinking? Does he have Zika in front of us? <laughs> Is that what's happening? <laughs> Holy shit! It's- <laughs> My swimmers are just like yeah, strings like, yeah. now. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but yeah, now I'm uh, staying in Chicago for a few nights and headed up to uh, Myth Information in Milwaukee this Saturday. Oh, well, that should be fun. Good luck. That should be a very, very fun a completely drama-free conference to go to. <laughs> I'm just glad we can finally have an atheism conference that's not mired in controversy. <laughs> It's like it's always been the little women that caught the vision of giving, beginning with Jesus himself, out of their private means. Some of you little precious ones have that little grocery money, some of that little money set aside. Assure tonight the blessings of God on your family by giving it to God and speaking that. Say it, God, this is for blessings. Blessings on my family. All right. So this story is from the raw story. It's God's plan. North Carolina church helped members commit unemployment fraud so they could keep tithing. Huh. <laughs> now, before we get too deep into this, I, you know, it, it occurred to me that like, isn't everybody in North Carolina on unemployment? I mean, like, what's the fraud? I don't, are there any jobs down in the South? Any? No, they've gotten rid of the. They got rid of the coal mine stuff. Yeah. Because there's only like 70 workers across country (laughs) that work on coal mines. What would you do in the South for a job other than leave the South? Like the only job. Do they have people who like clean up the Appalachian Trail or something? (laughs) Is that that their job? I feel like your only job when you're in the South is to go North. Everybody's got one of those those sticks with the nail Nail on the end. It's just picking picking litter litter on the side. Wasn't that the primary problem with the South is they were exporting all of their labor to the North? Exporting. Exporting, yeah. <laughs> oh my God! So it's an evangelical church, um, and and they were 
Um, they, they basically were taking their believers and saying, you know, what you're going to do is you're going to go and you're going to get on unemployment. And you're going to give us the unemployment money. And people were like, yeah, I don't have any money. They're like, well, you could fucking file for unemployment and get some money. They're like, well, I'm not unemployed. They're like, we'll file anyway. Yeah. We need the money. Yeah. We want your money. They, yeah. Money, 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 money. They took a page out of the polygamist down in Southern Utah because they do the same thing. They, they have all of these children and wives all, like on the books. They collect unemployment for all of them and food stamps. And then they go and support the entire community on government money. Jesus, are they black? <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> wow. Yes. <laughs> well, that's the narrative the Republicans that is, that tell the you. Yeah, right? Right? That's the narrative yeah. the Republicans right. will tell you yep. all day. They'll be like, "Oh, well, all the this is how all the black people do it. They just have a bunch of kids and then they just live off welfare because that fucking is a good thing." <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I love the idea, that, like, like because you're you're obviously you're pointing out that that ridiculous sure, that assumption, yeah, right? A stupid assumption. And then you know the thing is like those those same idiots who would make that assumption would be like, "Well, these aren't our kind of white." Yeah. <laughs> That's you know? true. They would though. They really would. They'd be like, these aren't like uh, they're not white like me. Yeah, no. They're, oh, they're different. They're different white. white. If they yeah. were if they were Muslim white, <laughs> oh, they would be surrounded. Can you imagine if they were gay Muslim white? Oh my gosh. They would oh implode. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. This is funny. Earlier we were talking before this story, you had pointed out. Uh, that what they're doing is they're cheating the government by not giving taxes and then they're cheating the government a second time by asking their followers to <laughs> cheat the government to then give them the money right. that they would then cheat the government with. Right. It's like a, it's like, I mean, like, that's like the no, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies, stop. <laughs> and they just get like a fucking, like a rent check for it or whatever. It's so wrong. I wonder if it becomes right yeah, again. Exactly. You know? it's, it's, like, it's so many wrongs in a row. Right. Like eventually it's wrong. like, it's like an Ouroboros of itself. It's like spun around and I can't, you can't see this at home, but I'm doing this whole thing Ouroboros. with my arms. It's a rave dance I'm basically doing with my arms. That's international sign language for Ouroboros. Yeah. They just have... It's so commonly used. They have one symbol. They have one for symbol it. for it. Yeah. Right. It's, you move your arms like you're like you're directing fucking like traffic like at you're the listening, airport. Like you're listening to dubstep. <laughs> this is well. This is where they fucked up. They started stealing the the government's money. Yes. Right. Yeah. So yep. You you can you can fuck as many children as you, you want. Can you can teach as much demonstrable lies as you want. But as soon as you start stealing money from the government, you're fucked. Oh, man. And, well, actually, that's what got Warren Jeffs locked up back in like 2006 or whatever. This is, a mo this is the guy who was like selling kids or whatever, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, no, this is the, the Twin Cities down in, in you know, Colorado right. City. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, um, he was doing this, this food stamps run around bullshit. And the government's like, hey, you're stealing a lot of money from us. Oh, uh, yeah, it's kind of an ancillary point that you were fucking nine-year-olds. Eh, I guess we can arrest you kind of for that. But he got like two life sentences because he was evading taxes and not and you know so they got bilking Capone. money out two of the two life sentences for that. Well, the the, the it's a lot of taxes. A lot the of little taxes. girls were tacked on oh, kind of. A deal. So, yeah. <laughs> that was the extra life it. sentence. <laughs> <laughs> nailed it! Like, like literally, <laughs> like like literally, they nailed, nailed it. it. Yeah. Them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this story is from Huffington Post. Uh, Trump evangelical advisor. NFL kneelers are lucky they aren't shot in the head. <laughs> so, uh, see, so you can probably talk more uh, more about this than I would. There's there's some kind of sporting events, mm -hmm. and the players, yeah, are kneeling during the national anthem. There, uh, there was a, a guy by the name of Colin Kaepernick last year oh. who started kneeling during the national anthem, uh, protesting uh, the 
amount of black people that are being killed by police officers. Yeah, police brutality. Police protest. brutality. Quiet, so, it, it, and it was a quiet peaceful, protest, very peaceful protest, yeah, just right. taking a knee during the national anthem. Right. I'm sorry, I, I, just because I love history so much, isn't like taking a knee meaning that you're subservient to I know, something? Right, or, right? Yeah, like, exactly. Isn't that backwards? Right? But I guess they're already standing on the field, so yeah. that's all you can. I mean, they, maybe you could like lay down. Yeah, they literally, GoPro, yeah. Hands up. Hands stand. <laughs> yeah, hands up, don't shoot. Well, <laughs> if he put his hands up, somebody would have shot him. Like, just shoot him. That's what happens. He's a black guy yeah. i assume right but uh but so so at these sporting events these these guys and it started there was one or two that were taking a knee but it wasn't very big and then president trump thought he should talk Way about in. it and then everybody's yeah. doing it. I love it. I love it. Like, he solves the problem by grossly exacerbating the problem. This is, oh, but he, he wanted to, I mean, come on. Yeah, I think this is calculated on his point, his part to try to, so I mean, calculated coming from yeah, Trump. I yeah. Think, I think he's, I think he's conniving in some ways. And I think that he knows what's going to get him, his base riled up. He knows these people that are, that are red-blooded American, they're like fucking- All the trunk nuts they having are, idiots. Exactly. They are all Yosemite Sam. Right. And they're all, <laughs> they're all rootin' tootin' six shooting. I disagree just because the way that you're, you're saying this is it sounds like Trump is somehow- at the top of this pyramid oh, of stupidity. No, no, no. He is a consumer of the information. He gets stupidly riled up about a, something that's a non-issue. But it just and so then happens, he perpetuates yeah. it with his own stupidity. Right. But he just so happens to have the same or very. He might. I, he might not even have the stance. Right. It may not even be a big deal. He has a beef with the NFL because they were in a a war years ago. Um, a an illegal fight with the NFL when he was with that there was a another league. Wasn't he trying to buy an NFL team? No, he was trying. To, he was trying to make like there was another league, whatever that other league was back the in the XFL? day. The XFL that might have been. Oh it, yeah, where they tried to sue the NFL and blah blah blah. And, and he and he won, but he only won like three dollars or something like that. <laughs> it was like a joke of a win. Like he okay. won, but he didn't he didn't win any damages. It's like the lingerie league, and so that? he's pissed off. At the fucking, that's still a thing. The lingerie league still is exists. it really? I think it still exists. The lingerie and lingerie yeah. league still is a thing I'll where those right women back. fucking like like fucking spear each other in fucking bras and panties. <laughs> um, and I watch that Pornhub channel all the time. <laughs> um, but in any case, like like he he has had a long running beef with the NFL, so he doesn't like the NFL anyway. So anything he can do to try to fucking tank them, he's gonna do it. He's gonna make a controversy. So he's gonna point out anything that he can. And, and he went, I mean, he said this in front of a large crowd, this entire crowd of people right. that were at a Luther Strange rally. That's where it came. That's where it first came out. Right. Was at that Luther Strange rally when he's down there. Is that his name? It's like, every time I say that, it sounds like a superhero. It and sounds I, like a villain. It sounds like a villain, right? It sounds Luther like a Strange. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, anyway, Luther Strange, the supervillain. So Luther Vandross, that sounds like. Is it a super, a it is a supervillain from, uh, from Alabama though. I mean, like when you say that, you're just like, like, I don't know that anything's super in Alabama. <laughs> I don't think they have a supermarket down there. You got a mediocre villain. <laughs> but there's not even a super target. Yeah, exactly. fine. They're just like, <laughs> exactly. There's whatever. not even like a super Kmart down there. But anyway, uh, he's, the guy in charge of the building isn't even the super. Yeah, he's just he's a just, me, he's I don't the, know. He's the maintenance guy. <laughs> <laughs> they even call him the super. But, you know, it's, it's one of those things that 
he said it in front of a bunch of people that he knew was going to agree with it. He knew that all those people down there, you know, how dare you disrespect my flag? Those those guys, you know, they're all Yosemite Sam. That's like a whole <laughs> crowd of Yosemite Sams that he knew he could rile up. And so he said it. And then it got play. And then once yeah. he heard the play it was getting and he realized which side was for him and which side was against him. Now, if that would have backfired, right? If that, if that would have backfired and all like 90% of Americans would have been like, what the fuck are you talking about? He, he would have ignored it. He would have ignored it. Or he yep. would have let it pretended it didn't happen. He would have he he deleted, deleted the, the tweets. <laughs> and then he would have denied yeah. the event. I never said it. Never you can't said prove it. I said it. Sir, there's video. The internet never goes away. It's gone. You don't know. I grabbed its <laughs> pussy. It ran I away. I deleted the internet. <laughs> but he, he, but it, I think what he did was measure it. He measured it. He, he saw what happened and he's like, oh, this is exactly who I want to be on my side. This is my base. I'm going to do the thing that I'm going to, I'm going to retweet. I'm going to, I'm going to basically retweet what I said so that my base falls in love with this idea. Yeah. But I, I, the only thing is it, you, the way you're saying this, it sounds so calculated. I think there, there's, there's a <laughs> very, just, you like, I think, prove to me as a brain, <laughs> prove me as a brain right now. Other than the stem, yeah. other than the stem, I'll concede the stem. I, I get, think, I think I he's like a chicken. Saying, but... He lives in five minute increments, yeah. right? He, he does, <laughs> he does something like this. He, he only acts things. reactionary. Waddles. He does have one right? of those. He does. Right? Like one yeah, of those. The vagina like on the, his neck. Yeah, like thing. a rooster yeah. thing. That's when he hears that rooster crow, he lays an egg. He's like, fuck. What? <laughs> but like what he does is reactionary to you what he already did. You could scratch but there his was butt no calculus in the air. He's like, <laughs> you like bury his head in the ground and draw a line in front of him. You just hypnotize him forever. <laughs> you pull his feathers in the back of his in head back to make him head. happy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it makes him happy. Right. <laughs> but it, there's no foresight in this. It's only reactionary. He had a thought. Oh, this is pissing me off. Oh. The, 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 yeah, the NFL might be mad or, or mad at me if I tweet this. He tweets it. He sees the reaction instantly, and then he reacts I, instantly. I'll give you that. I'll yeah, give you that. I don't know. I'm not saying that he's like a mastermind with a whole group of people being like, what tweet's going to kill it this week? Right. He didn't but, see the player kneel and then think on it for 24 hours and say, should I tweet? Is yeah. this going to get a lot of people riled up? No, no. it's it's it was in a, a three minute span. Yeah, but you know, something was said that I want to go back to. It's like, I don't think it's about getting his base riled up. I think it's about keeping his base riled up. Yeah. The right? reason he got into power is because his base was riled. Right. He found the riled. That was that's the genius of his of his candidacy. He found the riled. And then what he's been able to do is make sure to keep them frothing. All the right. Time. Yeah. He yeah. wants to keep them at like a slow rolling boil so that when it comes time to like turn up the heat a lot. Yeah. Really get some some like warlike shit going on. Yeah. All he has to do is just tweak the heat up a tiny bit yeah. and it's already there. Everybody's yeah. already boiling over. I think if they settle down, I think if those if, if the angry, bitter, disaffected, truck nuts having double flag driving Chevy truck owning idiots. If they ever settle down, he loses everything. That's his, that's the tenuous grasp. That's his toehold, right? Sure. So he's got to con constantly invent something to keep those people thinking that America is losing its shit. Yeah. Right. He's got those people. 
that believe that that America itself is slipping away from yeah. them, that apple pie will not taste like apples anymore yeah. if we don't do something about this, <laughs> it's gonna, guys. It's going <laughs> to be sweet potato peach tart, and you don't want that. It's all going to taste that. like gay sex. Every <laughs> apple pie is going to taste like trans women and gay sex, and we don't know what to do, and our bathrooms are overrun by people we don't understand. <laughs> like, it's like yeah. if he's got he's well, to whip up these bullshit he's issues. He's got to make... America great again. I will fucking come over. That's the key. Yeah. But but no, but, <laughs> no, but it's right. true. It's true. Yeah. But because he has to sell you that America's not. He's got to tell you all the time that America's not great. Right. And what right. I'm doing is making it great again. Right. He's he's constantly marketing this to the entire yeah. crew. One of the things that's said in this article, and this is about that we, we we started talking about an article, the article that the evangelical advisor says that kneelers are lucky they aren't shot in the head. I want to read that. Ladies part. and gentlemen, our next president. He says, <laughs> he says, it is an absolute fact that in many countries of the world, professional athletes would be imprisoned or worse for publicly opposing their national anthem or disrespecting their leaders. Okay, are you saying that's suboptimal? Because it sounds like you're saying that's suboptimal. We shouldn't do that. I, 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 I don't, I, that's why I was baffled by the story when I read it because I was like, yes, I agree. Yeah. Comma, that's awful. <laughs> that's why we don't do that. Right? <laughs> yeah. Not like... Well, you know, you should be just, you should appreciate so much that you can do this, that you don't do this. Yeah, you should right? do this. What? You should do this because you'd be forced to do it otherwise. Yeah. No, that, that, that's a, like extra reason not to do that's it. That's double compulsory, yeah. like compulsory shit, right? Exactly. Like, yeah, it's, this is like passive aggressive abuser shit, I'm right? already forced to eat my mother-in-law's cooking. I will not compliment her. <laughs> I will never do it. Never. I won't even look her in the eye while I joke it down. <laughs> It's it's just like her like, daughter. <laughs> That's true, though. <laughs> this is true. What makes you think she's a witch? Well, she turned me into a newt. A newt. I got better. Burn already! Uh, this is from uh, Fox News. Witch doctors in Uganda sacrifice Wait, children. Witch doctors? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> These are the bad doctors. Which, right? which, do which, which doctors? You mean doctors that are not uh, like board certified? Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> which doctors? Oh, not doctors. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah fair. Because that's, that's not yeah. in the... Yeah, I first, I'm sorry. First, do no harm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> exactly. like you, do no harm. You missed that. Oh, like no. the first rule of Doctor Club oh, is do not sacrifice oh, children. Oh, poor little babies. The second rule of Doctor Club is still stop sacrificing children. <laughs> All right, witch doctors in Uganda sacrificing children in bid to end drought. So there's a terrible drought in Uganda. It's just it's it's a fucking horror show. There's no food. People are dying. It's awful. Yeah, it's not good. No, it's like it's like 11 million people struggling with food insecurity. Jesus Christ. It's 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 a fucking nightmare. As you might expect, to be perfectly honest, from Uganda. I've never heard the story called All is Well in Uganda today. <laughs> Have you ever heard that story one time? Uplifting ever? news, Uganda's yeah. not on fire. <laughs> well, it's funny because like, like that's where all the priests went, all their preachers went right. to go stoke the fires of anti-gay yeah. nutterism. Right. They went over there to go make sure that that like, hey, you can't, you can't be, you can't say you should kill gays here. But you could certainly do that in Uganda, and then they do it. You know, I saw a documentary just the other night called Food Evolution, which was about GMOs and, like, 
how they are not what a lot of people think that they are, right? The GMOs are terribly misunderstood. And, and they were talking about like how GMOs could stop like this banana blight. And this banana blight in Uganda is like a fucking massive problem for these people that are starving, right? So there's a some bacterial nonsense that's just killing these bananas. And this is like the primary food crop that they have. And there's a GMO banana that just withstands it just fine. It's perfectly fine. The bananas are perfect. The blight is a non-issue. And Uganda's like, yeah, well, but America told us GMOs are bad. I'm paraphrasing, but only a little. America told us GMOs are bad. GMOs are banned in the country. Huh, like gays. Yeah, like gays, right? And so all these people are double starving. And like, it was, it was terrible. There's a subsistence farmer and she's like, I'm a subsistence farmer and all my crops are gone. And they took her and they're like, these are the GMO ones and they're fine. And they're like right next to a blighted one. The look on her face was just like, I need a food. Yeah. I would, I would eat food. that. Like, yeah. can I just plant that? And they're like, no, we're not allowed to give you the seeds. Oh. I can't plant it. You know, so you got us fucked. Yeah. It's so amazing that, you know, I am, I'm never going to say, I want to go on vacation to Uganda. Or I want to live in Uganda, <laughs> right? No, nobody says that. Nobody ever you says take that. Take an airplane to Uganda. <laughs> but uh, no, what you're, what you're getting at, just like asshole like, paddling there. You gotta like fly to a real place and then like drive uh, or however, like nineteen hour bus ride right? and like, take a rickshaw pulled by a donkey or some <laughs> shit. But. People go over there and say, hey, GMOs are bad or hey, gays are evil or whatever. Somehow, America, this amazing culture that we've built with all of these amazing creature comforts with this delivery pizza that we had that was fucking delicious just now. We Chicago are able to export the shittiest parts of our country to shittier countries. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, like, we, we, we not outsource that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, here's the worst of us. You can probably... <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's the same reason Paris Hilton traveled the world, right? It's just like the worst, <laughs> most like, useless fucking shit. Uh, I want to read one of the first lines in this sentence, or this story. Officials in Uganda say the number of human sacrifices are on the rise. <laughs> shouldn't, that, shouldn't one be on the rise? Shouldn't one, just one, be like, holy fuck, they're shooting through the roof. We had a sacrifice. <laughs> Like they have like a baseline <laughs> sacrifice. How's that possible? I saw the same thing. I saw the same thing. It's like, uh, it's like, like at what point are you like, I'm actually satisfied with the number of human sacrifices that we're at. Like zero. Yeah, this hey. is good. Yeah, this is good. You know, like, not, you know the number of nuclear wars are on the rise. We <laughs> had one. We had a nuclear war. We have yeah. like, we've got like the baby bear right amount. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not, <laughs> it's not too much. Goldilocks looking around. Yeah. She's like, there's way too many sacrifices here. <laughs> I like my sacrificial uh, altars to be firm. Yeah. <laughs> This sacrificial altar brought to you by Purple Mattress. <laughs> oh, Purple they're a mattress. sponsor now. The only mattress made of skulls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of children. Uh, why is it, you know, I always think it's interesting that like, they're always like, yeah, you know what we need to do to stop this drought? Sacrifice people smaller and weaker than me. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. like, oh, you know what God wants? God wants me to wrestle that fucking big guy over yeah, it's there. Really thirsty. Take him down, right? Yeah, it's never like the toughest guy in right? the room. It's never like, oh yeah, God wants me to sacrifice that tatted prisoner. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Oh, you know what? God really likes it when you like sacrifice a BJJ yeah. black belt, right? Like, <laughs> that would 
they could get yeah, more now, play out of that. They're all little kids and old people. Right. That's it's like, what it's always, always little kids and old people. I know. It's, it's like, I, mean, oh, I, I killed a four-year-old. Fucking, who cares? <laughs> who can't? I killed, Jeez. I mean, I killed two on my way here. I want to read another piece of this. It says, there is no food due to the ongoing drought, and some believe that it has been brought on by ancestral spirits. So there is a high desire for people to conduct sacrifices so they can come out of this problem. What kind of dick ancestor do you have? That's like, you know, I wanted, I wanted to have kids, and then I wanted those kids to have kids so I could have you kill them. What the fuck? Who doesn't love their grandkids? What kind of monster are you? Wasn't it the baby boomers that fucked over the climate that caused uh, I guess this drought? That's true. So it's our ancestors. Yeah. Like it our, is, our, our ancestors, ancestors right? Fuck. It is our ancestors. It's not wrong. Yeah. But what, like, I don't understand. They're like, uh, I don't know. Uh, give them a drought. Yeah. Why? I, well, maybe they'll kill one of our grandkids if we do. Yeah. Then we won't be so lonely. I got some cheeks I need to pinch here in the afterlife. Jesus. I baked all these fucking ancestor <laughs> yeah. cookies Gosh. and I got nobody oh to eat them. God. I don't want to get ancestrally fat. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You got, they're writing their $5 checks to all right. their kids. <laughs> they come to the shop. They're like, $5 isn't what it used to be. It's a lot in heaven. They're Shut just, up, kid. <laughs> they're just mailing random shit from yeah. their house to the kids again. Just also, like here. There's no heaven. So, <laughs> so there's no ancestors and there's no heaven. There's another piece that says sacrifices often involve removing body parts, blood or tissue oh, the blood. while yep. the child is still alive. Here I was thinking it was humane sacrifice. I thought they were doing it humanely with like free range kids. No, like a bolt. And I had to go through the shoot. Yeah, I, I had no idea that they were being so awful. To They're these kosher kids. children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're halal. They have yeah, to, exactly. Right? They're halal kids. Ugh. It's really just absolutely awful. And you know the worst part about this? No, there's a worse part yeah, than we well, already said. We're not paying attention to it because it's black on black crime. So oh, we just don't. Shit. We just don't pay attention to stuff like this. So. Oh god. Oh, wow. Can I take over the editing this week? Yeah. <laughs> I just want to hit delete for the file. That's how I'll edit the show. Just delete the file. <laughs> that was a joke about black on black. How we don't. How do I delete that was the a, file? That's a joke, guys. <laughs> hand me your computer. I'm going to hit it with a hammer. <laughs> I feel like that'll delete the file. Just going to smash it in the computer. Over and over I've and over. Again. I've seen how you just throw yeah. like stuff you don't want in the virtual trash. I'm just yeah. going to throw your computer yeah, in the, in the actual trash. Ready to stick it in the glory hole? Get links to their Facebook, Twitter, and if you still use it, Google Plus account at their website, dissonancepod.com. If you need to be all discreet about it, contact them by email at dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. Or you can call and leave a ransom message at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Want to hear Cognitive Dissonance commercial free and gain access to exclusive content, including full patron-only shows? Head to patreon.com forward slash dissonance pod and become a patron to support the show on a per episode basis. Love commercials? Not ready to become a patron? Give the guys a five-star review on iTunes or Stitcher. Or tell your buddies in the drunk tank about the show. We want to send a big sloppy glory hole to all the patrons and people who rate us. You fucking rock. So oh, stories from Right Wing Watch. This is Sandy Rios. Liberals are using, quote, heartbreaks from the past. What is, As a weapon against wait, black people. Heartbreaks from the past? Yeah. This is going to be interesting. Let's listen to that. This is Sandy Rios from her show, um, The Sandy Rios Experiment. I don't know what it's called. So whatever. <laughs> Look, you can't... I don't think you can really 
erase all differences in race. Why would you want to? There's something special about each race. <laughs> there is. Race. No, there is. There's That's something a... special about each race. We oppress all the others. Jesus. That's what's special <laughs> about it. Some the... of them smell better than others. <laughs> oh my God. The best. Oh I like God. to touch some of the race's hair. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like like the really dark ones have strong backs. Exactly. And, like... and I really like the quirky names they give their children. <laughs> But I, but that, but there have been, we have become Americans sharing the same home. We are the same family, American family. Unless you're Mexican. <laughs> unless right. you're Mexican, then get the fuck out of my country. I like, or unless you're Puerto Rican, then enjoy and, destruction. Right. Then you're already in our country, yeah. but we just don't care. We just don't care anymore. When you get devastated. Yeah. Enjoy destruction. And your country is yeah. an apocalypse. Yeah, exactly. right? Like you were yeah. saying before the yeah. show. It's basically the fucking walking dead. Yeah, down, uh, it's down the there. walking dead down there. Do you, have yeah. you been following anything going on with Puerto Rico? You've seen the, oh, the, the shit, devastation yeah. down there. And, and it's, it's total. It's no matter total. what we're trying to do, it's not enough. Right. People are like a, the NPR was reporting from down there and they're like just people sleeping on the concrete of the airport trying to be evacuated right now. Yeah. And they're sending cruise ships like we knew this shit was going to happen. We knew that the hurricane was going to devastate and we still, no matter what we could do, it wasn't enough. Well, you know, we talked, we talked about this before and, and I, I, our priorities are fucked, right? Our priorities are totally fucked. We spend a fucking for zillion dollars on defense and our defense is mostly offense. Our defense is, you know, here's a bunch of missiles and tanks and troops that are going to show thing. up and kill yeah. a bunch of people. Yeah. Right. And, and it seems to me that we would be so much better served if there was some similar system to the armed forces that was designed specifically as a civil defense force that invested the same kind of time and energy and money that you could volunteer for and work for, just like you could for the army, that was a force designed to go into areas that were devastated by these natural disasters and fucking fix yep, it. Just fix it. Yeah. You, you could you could sign up you know, if you if you wanted to do something for your country, but you didn't want to pick up a gun and shoot brown people. The other thing you could do is get a pick up a fucking shovel and go down. And, and you don't have to join some you know a private charitable organization to do it. You don't have to hope that the Peace Corps takes you on. And that you know what I mean. Like there should be an American Civil Defense Force, which 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 you can join. You know, what you know they, which is funded and has hold on a ships and generators and all of that. I have a great idea. I just boom, yeah. just fucking just came to my head. The Mormons all go away to do this trip. They all go do a service. Yeah, trip. Why are, yeah. They're all really. They have a really nice place. They're pretty rich, right? Why don't they do this? Why don't the Mormons do this? Think of the outreach for you guys. Should do this. You guys should pull your money, get together, and create a force of people to go out in your little ties. Your little shirt, a little yeah, and then go out they into do. the out into the world. They do, do they? Yeah, they they show up and um. So the Mormons are amazing preppers. Um, the majority of Mormons living in in Utah have uh, uh enough of a supply of food in their basement to last a few weeks usually, which is far and away more than the average American. Sure, has. yeah, I'd last um, a day. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I can we order every six hours? Yeah. Are you kidding? <laughs> The, the little Instacart, you again. <laughs> <laughs> they, but they do the same thing like politicians do as well. So they send the apostles down, give them a shovel and a T-shirt that has the helping hand thing logo on it. Like, yeah, we're doing a helping thing. And it has the the apostles meeting with people that are locals. They don't actually do any work. But the, the uh, Mormons actually 
put a fair amount of money into the relief fund. Now, when you look at it in a broad scope of things, uh, Bloomberg had an article in 2013 that estimated the uh, the wealth of the church to be somewhere around like 30 to $40 billion. And the amount that they devote to that is, uh, it was like 1.25% of their entire income over a 30-year period was uh, devoted to uh, helping, sure. actually helping people. Sure. That is... Um, significantly less than a lot of other churches with a lot less means do, yeah. uh, but they are doing a thing. So I commend them for at least taking notice, even if it's just to get some good PR and be like, yeah, we're down there. We're, sure, we're, we sure. have people with yeah, shovels yeah, in hands. Yeah. Uh, here's a book of Mormon while we're fixing yeah, your house. Of course. That, Cause that's what it's all about. Uh, it's, all course, about right? course, it's all about exactly. getting your book out. Yeah. And, and the, I mean, Mormons have a great sense of community, so they do a thing. Yeah. I, I commend them for well, that. We need, we need a public sector. Yeah. Job. It's an interesting. That's what we it's need. interesting concept. Job. It's an interesting concept to have a an army, and then you'd have this other thing that would go out and fight the disaster. You and know, that's I, a cool idea. Here's an interesting thought too. I, this this could be actually a two pronged solution. Um, instead of trying to have the fight over a private healthcare versus a public healthcare system and single payer, why not just set up military hospitals in large population areas that do completely free care? And they are training military surgeons, military doctors, that when a disaster strike or disaster happens, they send a bunch of these people down to impoverished countries to help them out of this. That would make it so people who here are impoverished and need medical care but don't have health insurance and only have Medicaid and they can't get the advanced treatment, they can go to these military hospitals in order to get the care. The doctors get trained, and then when something like this happens, you know, three or four times a year. You just take a bunch of those doctors and say, we fucking need you in Puerto Rico right now. Get you down there. And they actually help with the relief effort. Yeah. The problem is, is how are you going to convince Mitch McConnell that this is a good idea? Yeah, right? I, I know. You know what I mean? I like, like, how do you get, how do you, I mean, sure. Maybe you could get some people on board that want to do this, but what they want is to cut their taxes. That's what they're talking about. Nobody's talking. Like, but this is a, this is a military budget line item and every one of those gets yep. fucking rubber yeah, stamped through. No, they yeah. don't though, because- Military budget line items go through unless they're care for soldiers. Yeah, right. Well, because, because because the VA yeah, is grossly VA's underfunded. Grossly underfunded. The, the medical insurance plan for so soldiers is garbage. If it's you utter if garbage. you sell it as a training program, oh fuck yeah, that's going straight through. Yeah, I don't know. No, I, maybe, maybe, but I, you know, I think we need an entirely separate force. We got our force devoted to killing people. We should have a separate force, and we talked about this before the show. A separate force devoted to not killing people, actually helping. Yeah, going out when shit exact you know, was a wildfire, right. or there's right. a hurricane, there's an earthquake, there's a tornado. You know, there's urban blight. Like we would go and do a fix all this. Shit. A well-funded, <clears throat> well-populated force is what right. we're talking about. Not just yeah. not just a small group. We're yeah. talking not lots habitat and, for yeah, humanity. We're talking about lots yeah. and lots and lots of people. Right. Where yeah. research and development money is yeah. shat into this thing. Yeah. And instead of building a fucking raptor, you know, it it builds a new kind of generator that, you know, unfolds in moments or something that builds homes and, you know, that are quick and stable and, and that, you know, wells are dug quickly and that the water is sanitized. Like we have the technology to do this shit, but we spend the money instead on making sure that our fucking bullets pierce tanks and shit. Yeah. It's crazy. Somebody said in the wrong direction. We'd make more money doing this. We'd make a fortune doing this because Hurricanes and disasters are expensive. They cost a ton of money. They take people out of the production. They move people out of the economy. They cost a fortune. We don't fix them. And the sooner you get people back into, <laughs> you rebuild their economy. Then like, they can pay taxes again. Yeah, bingo. Yeah. And then you have well, a I country mean, that people want to live in because they have this right. force, right? Well, yeah. look at look at the reparation efforts that happened 
to Japan after 1945. The, the place was completely devastated, war-torn. It had been bombed. Urban centers had been destroyed. And then they had these two huge fucking holes in the ground. Um, the rebuilding efforts, we said, the world said, okay, Japan, you can't have a military. Instead, all of the money that the world is giving you to repair, that the United States is giving you to repair, that needs to go to your infrastructure. And now they have one of the best economies. They make some of the best products and they have some of the best... In, uh, uh, they have vending the, machines. They have amazing vending. Yeah. Yes. Panties. Oh, and the, the robots. Yes. The fucking robots <laughs> are amazing. <laughs> they, they make incredible strides through technology. Japan is far and away one of the, one best, of the best countries races. in the world. Just and they can't have race. a military. Yeah. How great is that? I mean, they have small armed yeah, forces for right. national sure. security purposes, but they don't have something that is invasion ready like we always do. Yeah. Imagine the $600 billion whatever line item budget that the military is being devoted to our own infrastructure. It's amazing. Holy it's amazing how much money we spend on that in comparison to other things. And like you oh, said, yeah. it's all on the it's all on the bullets and it's never on the kids. You know, yeah. it's never on the people right. that are in right. that. You know, right. it's just garbage. And they are dividing us. They are agitating the racial wounds of the past. On purpose. I think they're more, more worried about the racial wounds of the now. I think that's perfect, mm -hmm. though. That's a perfect way to say it. It's basically, what she's saying is, is that there is no racism anymore. There's no more racism. All that stuff was in the past. There was civil unrest in the past, yeah. and that doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't. It does. And you guys, are the, the 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 people now are just they're just bringing it up again. But that sort of thing has been handled. That's what she thinks. She thinks it's been handled. And she probably doesn't think that the first thing she said was racist. Right. <laughs> right. Like, exactly. That's the best thing. Yeah. It's like racism's gone, said the woman who literally said something racist yeah. to lead this yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. That's what community organizers do. That's what Sololinsky taught them to do. Why are we still talking about Sololinsky? I don't know. Are even we have still any idea. we're still talking? Obama's been out of office now for almost a year. And we're still talking about that. Hey, set your clocks back to 45 years ago. We're still talking about, right. we're still talking about community organizers as if that's an awful thing. That's a, that's a dirty word amongst so many people yep. in this country. When you say community organizer, it's just like, oh my God, he's a shit stirrer. Because it's unionizing, yep. right? It's basically the, it's, it's basically the social equivalent of unionizing. Yeah. You know, and as long as you keep people separate and disparate, it's easy for them to be ignored. Yeah, for sure. To aggravate and fester the boil and stir it and stir it and stir it and make it worse. And if you're told, it's just like the old game of gossip. If you are told repeatedly how badly treated you are, whatever reason, human nature, if your mother uh, tells you your husband is treating you badly and she says it constantly on the phone, I can't believe he's doing that to you. You start having bad attitudes toward your husband, even though he might be really a great husband. They agitate. They're trying to divide and destroy our relationships, and they're doing a really good job of it. And I have to say that uh, I understand uh, the festering sores of, uh, of uh, race, racial tensions in this country. It's, it brings up emotions and heartbreaks from the past. They cannot be denied. Wait, festering? Because it's, it's festering. Festering yes. means it's currently bad. Right. Yeah, yeah. When you say something's festering, it's not like, well, that's done with. Yeah, can you imagine <laughs> going to the doctor? It's like, the doctor's like, well, how's your sore? Festering. Glad it's healed. <laughs> no, what? It's fucking festering. I needed all the drugs. Can you just I'm help? a festering sore. Help. I'm being consumed by my sore. I need help. 
but they're being that is being used as a weapon against the black community and then stoking the flames of that to create hatred for the white community the white community is getting angry because they uh they have all these stereotypes that come up with them and it's creating such a division can we not see it's the stereotypes that come up with white people. That's the problem. It's the stereotypical white people. Yeah, she white really pe- doesn't like being called a racist. Yeah, I think that, that's what that's her it. poor little that's feelers. That's the stereotype, yeah. right? That's it. It's like, well, the black people are saying that white people have it easier, and that makes white people have to self-reflect in ways to make them feel squirmy. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't like that because it feels squirmy because I'm white. Can't you just leave my festering wound alone? <laughs> you know, only God, really, only God can break down these barriers. He's doing a hell of a job. Oh. Bang up job there, God. Well, you know, I just like that rubber flag. Like that rubber flag a lot. Uh, <laughs> uh, but this is what I see. And this is what makes me incredibly angry about what they're doing. They're cheating. They're robbing us of the joy of our friendships. <laughs> you can be friends oh with black people, lady. Joy of our friendships. There's a bunch of fucking uh, black people getting fucking shot by cops. They don't uh, feel like it's real friendly. The only black person she ever talks to is in a dress with a white apron. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? Well, the, it seems like people like Sandy Rios seem to still live in a world that is actually segregated. I was talking to you guys about this on my drive here from Oak Park. It's like I hit an invisible wall where you could see there was a poverty-stricken area yeah. pocket that I drove through, and then I came into the nicer neighborhood where yep. there is not. It doesn't seem like there's gang violence. It does, and yeah. you told me that. The, oh yeah, that you drove through the really shitty part of town. Absolutely. That's this is a world that's still segregated. Oh, uh, Chicago, Chicago deeply, there, deeply is, there is no Rosa Parks walking yeah. into her local Bloomingdale's. And protesting and saying, hey, can you serve me? Because the laws don't exist, but the segregation itself still exists in practice. The social, the social aspect of this still still exists. You're and, it's, right. and it's enshrined in zoning laws and in, in, in all these like these weird ways that we are not actually saying, oh, black people, you can't live here. <laughs> it's not actually that explicit. It's much more implicit just in the general culture of an area. Chicago. I was, I don't know if I was reading it or listening to it. I can't remember exactly how I consume this media, but the design of the expressways in Chicago was designed specifically to split black and white areas to be segregated. The design of those expressways as they travel through the, through the city is made to separate the whites from the blacks. That's how it was made when it first started. And that's, you know, you look at the time frame of that, the, when these, when these expressways were put in and segregation was still a thing. It was still, and you know, I mean, still a still thing, working, it's, still, it's it. still a thing that government was endorsing. They stopped doing that, but it's it, it, back then when the expressways were put in and the right. Eisenhower and that sort of thing, right. yeah. you know, it's, it's right when, right before the civil rights act or civil rights movement. And they, they, they were just like, no, we're going to enshrine this. We're going to make this a thing. We'll separate these things with these big expressways. And Chicago is still very deeply segregated because those expressway, expressways are the things that keep population centers separate and apart from each other. And somebody who says, like what she was saying, only expresses their own profound ignorance of history. Sure. Because it's like we, it's people who live in five minute increments, once again, right? Yeah. People who <laughs> only pay attention to the world as it is now and don't seem to ask, how did the world come to get to where it is today? Not understanding that, yeah, 
uh, Jim Crow laws existed and segregation existed. These were actually things that plagued yeah. society. Yeah. We didn't evolve past those. Yeah. They still, the effects of those still impact our society today. Yes. It's not like we're actually enlightened, we're enlightened. and we're, yeah. we're past all of the shit that we trudged through to get through the Civil War and, and through Jim Crow laws. We're not past it. We're still trying to figure this shit out. And it just so happens that it's an incredibly complicated problem that there's no simple solution to. Yeah. Now, the concern, obviously, is if this isn't, isn't bottled up in San Francisco, this kind of nonsense, then it's going to be spreading across the entire fruited plain. And you're going to be going to your Burger King in Des Moines, Iowa, and you're going to have a rainbow colored wrapper for your Whopper. This story is from Right Wing Watch. This is Dave Coach. Doc Coach. Not a coach. Dobbenmeyer, encouraging boys to play soccer is a plot to undermine the family. Cecil, this might be the first time I agree with coach <laughs> because I got to tell you, my boy, I, I enrolled him in soccer. When? Uh, just this past summer. Summer. Okay. Yeah. He hated it, but I don't think he hated it as much as I hated it. Oh, and so we both de-enrolled in did, soccer. Did you hate it because you had to drive him to soccer? I hated driving him to soccer. <laughs> I hated driving him to soccer practice. I hated sitting on the sidelines watching him do soccer practice. Yeah, and I hated watching him hate something that I drove him to. I hated getting up early in the morning to convince him to do something he hated that I hated too. That we got to hate together. together. That watched together. And then we sent each other on yeah. the way home. So at one point, yeah. I was like, "Wait a minute." Why are we doing this? We're done with this. Yeah. It lasted about three weeks, and I was like, yeah, yeah. this isn't for Never me. Never need to do this again. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even understand why, yeah. you know, other than that he's fat, I can't understand why <laughs> we enrolled him. And actually, that's why we did is because he's fat. But, you know. Yeah. Just take him to CrossFit with you. It's 20. I want to. But he hit himself in the nuts with a kettlebell one time, oh, and he's geez. scared of CrossFit because he, he was doing kettlebell swings with this little five-pound kettlebell. And he came down wrong. Nailed and his he, balls boonk, yeah, he nailed himself right in the junk. And he, he like he just crumpled. Just crumpled. five pounds to the balls is a lot of weight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's I a thought, lot of weight. Yeah, like I a, always ask the ladies to make sure it's about 10 or 15 <laughs> pounds of pressure on there, but I understand five's a hard starter. On rate. a pendulum yeah, kid. I get on it. a pendulum? <laughs> Man, I, I think it was the first time he's ever been nutted and it just dropped yeah. him. It oh, just dropped God. him. And then ever since then, he's like, I don't want to do CrossFit yeah, with you, Dad. But, but he says, like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you, you don't want to have yeah, kids either. I don't so. blame you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so here's Doc Coach. So when I said to you yesterday that what was going on in the NFL is going on by design and by choice, some of you send me emails saying I'm crazy. Because you don't understand spiritual <laughs> That's issues. Probably because you're crazy. Well, I agree. Like, <laughs> it's, it's like people in the NFL are kneeling by choice, they're yeah. not doing it by accident. Like, oh, yeah. I had on my knee. How'd that happen? <laughs> And they weren't roofied into it. <laughs> they didn't get nutted into it. What, what is going what? on? What's somebody name? Oh, this concussion protocol sucks <laughs> in this sport. You don't understand that you are either for him or you're against him. You either serve the Lord or you serve the devil. There is no middle ground. You don't get it. I've heard that so many times. Uh -huh. I've heard that so many times. I remember, and I told this story before. I'm going to tell it again. I remember reading the Buddhist uh, one of the Buddhist books while I was at work. And I remember reading it and flipping through it. And a guy who was a holy roller came in. We were both working together at this warehouse. And he said, what do you read? And I told him and he said, 
he said something about, well, you, you should read the Bible or something. And I said, well, I read that and I wasn't that imp- imp- impressed by it. And he's like, well, you shouldn't read the devil. And he called it the devil. And I was like, it's not the devil. He's like, if it ain't Jesus, it's the devil. <laughs> oh and I was just like, well, that's interesting. Cause there's a lot of things that are the devil then. Like if I read I loaned you my cereal box, I loaned you my Highlander two DVD last week. Was that the devil? <laughs> it's a really bad movie. It's, so yeah. yeah. And I made the statement yesterday that it was a part of trying to destroy. Remember I said this, how I hated soccer. <laughs> Why is he bringing soccer in he's here? He's so mad about soccer. Oh, he's mad. Look at his, he gets, you see him, you see him twitch. Did you see him twitch? Bryce? Oh, yeah. He's like, he's kind of got this little uh-huh. tick. He gets a little mad. You could see it. He's starting to, he's starting to heat up. He's yeah. just starting to like, it's getting the jets warm. Yep. He posts up. Yeah. Is what he he does. He, he's like, oh, I'm going to get I'm up gonna in get the fuck. I'm going to get, get my, I just, I'm going to call my soccer. He's ready. Talk to me about soccer. He's ready to bring it on about soccer. Why did I hate soccer? I've seen it happen. I was a football coach, an American football, they call it. I was an American football coach for 35 years. And I watched little five and six-year-old boys drug off over to the soccer field. And their daddies didn't even know what soccer was. Their daddies couldn't talk to their sons about, oh, yeah, back when I played soccer. Well, what difference does that make? Like, your kids can only do the things that you did before. So, like, nobody can ever do anything new. You can never have a point of reference. If you don't have a point of reference, you can't talk about it. And you can't learn and identify with things that your kids like that you're like, like, your kid, like, brings home a cell phone. You're just like, I never saw one of those. So, it's not real. Or, like, (laughs) we used to to walk uphill both ways to make payphone calls. What? I mean, for fuck's sake. For fuck's sake, what is what a monumentally obtuse thing to say? <laughs> I, well, I, I can't learn new things because I got old brain that's shitty. <laughs> <laughs> fucking learned something, ass. I fucking learned about soccer. Yeah, did you like it? No, but okay. I still learned about it. <laughs> so you're like, it was other. a sports, man. I was destined yeah, not to like it. It was there like was a anyway. ball, and people wanted to get points with it. Yeah, and- I couldn't have liked it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then the boys could never talk to their dads about when they played football because they took them all and they stuck them over in soccer. He's so mad. He's like looking off <laughs> he to the is. side. He's looking off to the side. I think he's choking back tears. He's so yeah. mad. His face is as red as his hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see this at home, but yeah. Yeah, you're right. It is. I'm making some of you mad, but I don't care. Because I'm telling you the daggone truth. Why do you think the they call truth. American football? Why do you think they call the Cowboys America's team? Well, they call Cowboys America's team. Why do they? Why would they call them Cowboys America's Wouldn't team? Wouldn't be the Chiefs. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Redskins. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> When's the last soccer team? It's America's team. Can anybody, for $1,000 right now, Dale Social will give you $1,000 if somebody can name for me one professional soccer team. Can somebody name one? Real. The Fire. The Fire. <laughs> I don't even like sports. I want $1,000. I've been to two of their games. I don't even like sports. You've been to two fire games? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. I didn't didn't watch any of them, but you can tailgate before the game. So you can get wasted. And yeah, and throw bags and tailgate and, you know, have a good time. And then the stadium has great food and beer. So you just sit and just hang out and chat. Well, you don't even have to sit. They have like these big areas like where you don't have to watch the game. And you can drink and congregate and like play games and shit. Oh, really? And no, I I didn't see. I didn't even look at the field. I didn't even look in the direction of the field. I didn't even find my seat. I never went to my seat either time. It's just like a party. Like you go and it's like a party. But it's got to be an expensive party though. No, they're fire tickets. They're oh, like that's right. $12. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. They give them away. Yeah. Like seriously. With, it's it's with like a punch key here in Chicago. Right. You get in there filled in donuts. Here. It, it, you just get it. It's a professional soccer game ticket. <laughs> professional soccer. Are you kidding me? <laughs> 
Now that's funny. <laughs> now that's funny. Expensive. <laughs> Jeez, I think I can, if I, for $24, I'll let you play. <laughs> like 10 cent beer night to get people in. Right. Yeah. That's a citation needed, needing yeah. to happen. $30, you get to fuck their wife. <laughs> They're soccer wives. Oh. They're soccer moms. <laughs> the soccer wives of the Midwest. Oh, God. Oh, my God. That's a horror. The soccer ex-wives of the Midwest. Did somebody name one? We, uh, we just we did. did. We named two. It was two. not hard to do. Between the three of us. Two-thirds. You're just I can't. I can't name one. That's okay. You don't like soccer. That's fine. Fine. I can't name a single radioactive isotope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, there is not no one. Kidding. There's a lot of things I can't name, right? Yeah. Like one Nobel Prize winner. <laughs> uh, Alfred Nobel. Yeah. Did I hit? No. no. Did he give himself? Maybe. Wasn't it Adolf Nobel? <laughs> Adolf Nobel. <laughs> a professional soccer team. And yeah, we got soccer fields everywhere. Why do we have soccer fields everywhere? Oh, do I have to say it, Lord? Okay, yeah. Because it takes a man to play football. Oh, my God. Here Wait, we do go. we have soccer fields everywhere because it takes a man to play football? Yeah, like, so there's like, less. Of, there's fewer men? There's a lot of men no, in the United but, States. But not real men is his claim, oh, right? Oh, I see. Real men oh. run around and get concussion. We're talking about the the league with the women. You know, the, the lingerie league. The, you know, the, the squeezables. The squeezables. <laughs> the squeezables. <laughs> Look like the Charmin. They're just like walking around. Can I squeeze? Don't squeeze. Don't squeeze. Damn it. I get that all the time. Don't squeeze. Like, what do I got it? What do I do? I'm a little handsy. <laughs> little. The Michelin woman. <laughs> Those are the soccer wives of the Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> and mommies don't like seeing their little boys get knocked down. So mommies put them into soccer where they get little knee pads. It's just cheaper. It's just cheaper. Like how much, you know how much you got to pay for like a kid to play football? Like oh, yeah. it's, ex it's an exorbitant amount of money. I'd much rather buy him like a pair of cleats and a fucking couple like shin guards than the shoulder pads. And the. it's the same thing with hockey. Right. It's like it's hockey's, a rich sport. hockey's expensive. Yeah. It's a rich people sport. It's yeah. a, it's a, that's, that's why rich folks play it. And he's and about also, to bitch about like the soccer kids, like having knee pads. Like, this fucking football players are fucking battle tanks. Yeah. They're in fucking, they're in the modern equivalent of a suit of fucking armor. Yeah. And concussions are really expensive in the long run. Yeah. <laughs> they <laughs> Turns are. Turns out brain damage yeah. really costs a lot yeah. of money. Because you can't add your bank account. You just, uh, just, you're just starting to add the numbers up and they just don't come and up. And you have to kill your family and commit suicide oh, later. Well, you don't have to, but it's preferred. Recommended. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really hurt each other. Although we know that soccer, you can get hurt in soccer. I'm not making light of it. Well, all of a sudden you wake up and a grand, I'm a grandpa. And what does grandpa get to do on Saturday morning? Go watch my grandson Masturbate. play football. No, no. He's a penguin. He's running around hitting the ball with his head. <laughs> He's a penguin? That's a seal, dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> we don't train penguins to balance balls on their head. He doesn't even know what fucking circus animal he's talking about. I am going to throw a ball at a penguin. Next time I just see my kid around the penguin. I want to throw like a, I want to throw like a 15 pound medicine ball. I want it to be like a carnival game. I'm just like balls and penguins. Boom. Just chucking it. Let's see if it'll play billiards. I'll whack it with one of the fucking old They're all weebles. You got the animal wrong. Why is he mad about 
about this. This is like he's mad because his fucking his, his daughter-in-law yeah. isn't or his or his son-in-law isn't letting his kid play football and he's talking about it on his show and we're talking about him talking about it on his show. <laughs> I can't relate. Never played soccer. So learn the game, you yeah. lazy fuck. No kidding. How learn sh- it. How shitty is that? Take right? an interest uh, in the things that interest the people you love. How shitty is that? That's a whole, I mean, you're just lazy. You're fucking intellectually and fucking emotionally lazy. Could you what I, a cunt. When I was when I started fencing, my mom went out of her way to come to the places where I was fighting. She would go out of her way to be like, no, I want to go see. I want to go see you fence. And I'd be like, Ma, you got to dress up. Like, it's a weird thing. You got to dress up in these weird outfits. And she'd be like, I don't care. And she made an outfit for herself really? to come and Aww. watch me fight because she thought it was important not only for, for me, but it was also important for her to see her son do a thing, right? Yeah, she wanted sweet. To, she wanted, and she, she came to many of the things that I did that I fought. So she would go and, and be like, okay, he's I mean, he's going to be fighting today. I'm going to go watch him and I'm going to go watch him fence. And she would go out there and sit all day and just hang out. And I'd come over and talk to her and whatnot. But she would watch me just like if I was playing T-ball, just like if I was in a high school sport, she always came to the thing. She always thought that was the thing that she did. She went out of her way to do it. She obviously pays attention and cares. She cared about it. Yeah. She cared about it enough to go out of her way to, to be there. This guy's like, well, I fucking, I don't like it. So I'm not going to fucking, right. you're just an asshole. Like you're, you're, you're busting into your kid's room being like, turn that noise down. You know what I mean? Like, that's all this is. It's just an, a big, long, turn that noise down rant. <laughs> this guy's fucking deep as a thimble, right? Yep. Uh, yep. Exactly. Absolutely. No dimension to his personality. No interest in anything other than his two interests, Christianity and football. That's it. But I bet he expects everybody to take an interest in what he's interested in. Yep. Bingo. Right? Yep. I bet he expects everybody to listen to him talk about the things that interest him. And like, if you can't reciprocate that, you can't relate to other people. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the fuck? It's like super basic shit. And I'll tell you what, if, if I was <laughs> if I was married to his daughter and we had a kid, I'd do it just to piss him off so he'd turn this red. <laughs> oh, I'd yeah. be like, you know what? I want him every fucking, every single fucking get together. I want him to be super mad because it's awesome. <laughs> I, we would all show up in soccer uniforms and I would also exactly. accidentally email email him video of me fucking his daughter. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, in a soccer uniform. In a soccer yeah. uniform, right? I just fucking fucking goal! cleats in the air. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean to send that to you. I'd be like, you said it twice. I'd be like, yeah. Did you get it? <laughs> you want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. All right, this is also from Right Wing Watch. Those who don't spend all their money on Jim Baker's food buckets will answer to God. <laughs> okay. All right, here we Here's go. Jimmy. Yes. The tasty panty deluxe bucket. I have been telling you in my studio, I mean, my seminars, that when you empty a bucket of food, trust God to refill it. <laughs> It's a like never the ending. oil or whatever, yeah. the spaghetti. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Spaghetti. I know. We're just it's talking about this. Oh the spaghetti that refills spaghetti. itself. Yeah, oh. this is a great deal. You just buy the one bucket of food. Yeah, you don't even need multiple buckets. God's gonna refill it. God refills it every Mormons time. Gotta fucking love this guy. Oh, you God. buy one bucket, I think it's you the other survive way. the apocalypse. Yeah. 
I why would, do they want to survive the apocalypse? I don't understand why anybody wants to survive the apocalypse. I wouldn't feed my family other food than the one that God's filling up constantly. To right? be perfectly honest, I mean, think of how much money you'd save on your fucking bill. You'd be like, okay, guess we're having fucking slop from fucking Jim Baker again tonight because God filled it last night. <laughs> it tastes like cardboard. Put yeah. some salt and pepper on it. <laughs> Plus, I bet the fucking kids wouldn't bitch about the way that tastes. Be like, how's the food? God made it, you little shit. God made it. No, it's not cut into fucking little slices or peeled or quartered or fucking halved or made into fucking origami animals or whatever you little shits want. God made the food. You eat this fucking God food. Uh, enjoy it, motherfucker. <laughs> Go and put it away and trust God. Feed the people that are hungry. Except for the ones in Puerto Rico. <laughs> Those ones we're not feeding. Feed the white we ones We are not are feeding the brown ones. <laughs> You gotta ask for your bucket in English. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for English, press one. For any other language, please die. <laughs> press apocalypse. Don't be concerned about running out of food, but do your part. If you have the means to buy a hundred buckets of food, then buy a hundred buckets of food. Wait. Why? What would I do with them? What on earth would I do with a hundred buckets of food? If God's going to fill that one, we got to give it to other people, I think. Maybe. So, oh, you buy one, God refills it, and you hand out the other buckets, the infinitely refillable buckets. I think the world could live off 100 buckets if God keeps <laughs> if infinitely, it's infinitely refillable. <laughs> Or whatever he fills them with. I mean, uh, they lived off of like 12 fish and a loaf of bread or whatever. That's right. Uh, question. I've never watched a Jim Baker video before. I've only ever heard them on to here. <laughs> Nowhere else. I wouldn't seek these out. <laughs> I'm, I'm staring at the transition of the video and I see this wall of buckets. Yes. Yeah. And it looks like a staircase to his own upstairs behind him. Yeah, it's a set. It's a set piece. Is though, it's I think. a set. I, like the oh, whole thing was, is a weird set. This yeah, is it's in a his weird living set. room. No, it's a weird set. So, so the front end of this is all a huge audience that sits around tables, and once in a while they'll crack open one of these buskets and they'll make the food, and then they'll feed the audience with the food. Which Jesus. makes sense because the audience is so old they can only eat gruel. Yeah, because they all forgot to bring their it's fucking teeth to work today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they might cut away and show you the front and you get a chance to see the audience sits at like round tables with, with shitty VFW chairs. It's like, imagine if you took a really beautiful house, cut it in half and took a shitty smelly VFW and cut it in half. And then you slap the two of them together and you would have Jim Baker's studio. <laughs> you weld it together yeah. with Jim Baker's slop. Just, exactly. You just pour the slop that God infinitely fills. Isn't that a perfect the, analogy for what's yeah. happening here too. Exactly. It's like Jim Baker's like, I'll be up here where it's nice. Yeah. You uh you bucket buying <laughs> bastards can stay down there in the fucking VFW hall of sadness. Exactly. Buy another bucket. I yeah. need my prime rib tonight. <laughs> you can you can give food to churches that are unprepared. What are you gonna do? Say to the people in the churches around you, say, I tried to warn you, but you wouldn't listen. You guys can all starve to death. <laughs> no, if you have the heart of Christ, you will even give the churches some of what you have purchased. Even the churches. You'll even give those nasty filthy churches so okay so let's say buckets? i belong to jim baker's church no and i buy a bunch of buckets from jim yeah 
In the apocalypse, does he expect me to give him buckets back? <laughs> I think he does, right? <laughs> I think he expects you to keep giving. I'll yeah. tell you what that motherfucker yeah. expects. Right. Keep it's a giving. Great return on investment. Yeah. I sell it to you. Sell- you give it to me. Exactly. Right? That's brilliant. Not for that, I'll probably turn around and sell it back yeah. to you. <laughs> <laughs> Empty. Uh, God will fill it. I ate all the food. Uh, I think Puerto Rico is a perfect example for him to... You oh, know, he's got to love all tout his yeah. his end of the world shit. Yeah, this you is know? this is his fucking heyday. This yeah. is the best season he's had in years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A couple of really bad. Yeah. Oh, this is, this is yeah. great. This is his fucking prime season. Yeah. And what a what a better sales pitch too. Do you want something that tastes like badger shit? Do you want something that has the caloric return of this table we're recording from? <laughs> Buy the shit out of this bucket. You, it's it really is. easy to ship. Have you seen the videos of this stuff? Like when they show like the images of it? Oh, oh my, my gosh. God. When he was doing that gringo buckets, buckets one, when he was talking about the gringo <laughs> buckets and it just like, the, it's no shit. They just like, it's like, it looks oh. like gruel. It's There's, the geez. worst. At one point they're like stirring it with a big snow shovel yeah. and shit. Oh, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even kidding. He's got it like in a giant laundry tub oh. and they're like stirring it with like an, like a garden shovel, yeah, like, like a, like a like power a drill with yeah. a concrete. And yeah. stir he takes on this it. huge shovel and he's like, ah, oh, so he puts the tip of it in his fucking mouth. He's like, it's so good. <laughs> and you can see inside. He's like, don't puke, Jim. Don't puke, Jim. <laughs> keep it in. Keep it in. Keep it in. This now prime rib later. That's right. And I'll tell you, John, I, if they're if they're millionaires, yes, if they, you have means, they need to write a check for a, They can get it. We'll get it as cheap as you. Can, we can get it for your church. Do a million dollars worth of food. I'm serious. We've had churches call and order a million dollars. So yeah, that's why I'm rich. That's, no, that's just did. a yeah. lot. And he's not actually worth that much money. Yeah. So he clearly has not. Yeah, that's not happened. Yeah. We're not scared of that. But it, why would you be scared <laughs> of somebody buying your product? Who's afraid? Like Apple's like, look, I'm not afraid if, if you buy a lot of iPhones. Okay. <laughs> I get, I, just trust me on this one. Here's the thing. If you, we have more. <laughs> We, we pay Chinese people to make them. Uh, we don't care how many people <laughs> jump off when the building. They, when they jump off in the guilt in the nest, it's like it's like it's like uh it's like uh what are those trampoline yoga classes? <laughs> <laughs> they blow they, off a little steam they, in between. They, they, they land in the net, it just shovels them like down a chute back to work. This <laughs> is <laughs> like right back to their little, I just want to die. <laughs> Send me to Uganda, maybe they'll sacrifice me. <laughs> <laughs> All the sad people at Apple. It's like, I just want time. Can someone just kill me? They're trying to feed themselves into the machine, but it's, it's too smart. It won't let them get in. Like all the parts. I can't even cut a finger off. They're of drinking thing. all that cleaner or whatever that they was giving them the fucking neurosis. I was drinking it all, doing shooters of it. It's going to take a while to get that much food made up. And I know, I know that there's going to be people who are going to send us email and be like, they don't actually do that. We know it's a joke. Like, stop. <laughs> don't send us your email. No. We know that that guy made up that whole story about the cleaner. <laughs> about the cleaner. Yeah. We know he made it up, but it's funny. Please don't send us your email. We're getting if you email. can have hey, it. If but, you if you have the financial no, means, but if they're rich, listen, the money's going anyway, John. Exactly. It's, you may as well give it to me. Uh, and I'll uh, spend uh, it. Uh, <laughs> 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 the money, you can't take it with you. Yeah. But I can spend it on hookers. So you know, I'm just saying, I want to shit on a hooker. That's what I'm saying. Can, you can't spend it where you're going, but I can spend it right now. And I know you are way too conservative for that. Oh but God. I'm not. I can't believe yeah. the balls. <laughs> so amazing. That's his audience, though. Yeah, his audience. 
the aggregate of his audience has to be aged over a hundred. Oh right? God. Hell He's yeah. not expecting them to be around for another five years and actually live through the apocalypse and actually need to eat this fucking slop, right? Yeah. He's he's expecting I'm gonna get a payout. You're going to will me your estate to send and so I'll ship a million dollars worth of buckets to this church, but you're gonna die before I actually have to see that through. So I'm yeah. just gonna take your fucking money. Well and even if he does, the 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 markup on these things is incredible. Oh yeah. Like oh, they talked about the markup on these things just being so through the roof. I mean it's like He's making it sound like he's selling you a product that's worth something. Yeah, right. He's not selling you anything that's worth anything. He's selling you, uh, uh, and, and it's not, he's not actually selling it to you. That's the thing. He's, it's a donation. He's a suggested donation. Suggest, I don't know, it's not a suggested donation. It's like donation and then just like you get the fucking. Oh, is it like a love gift? Doesn't he call it like a love something gift Something like that. Like if that? you look, so it'll talk about That's not that, what I give as my so love that's, gift. It's ta like tax exempt, right? So it's a donation. He's getting, he doesn't have to pay taxes on it. Yeah. Hey, thanks for this See, donation. If you look, it says $3,700 donation plus shipping. Jesus yeah. Christ. So it's a donation that he's giving, he's getting, and then he's giving you the food. It makes him sound like he's oh, selling you food, but he's not selling you food. What he's fucked. selling you is his church, right. and they're going to give you the food as a gift for giving $3,700. But it's not worth it's not even close to worth thirty seven hundred dollars. It, it's the perfect abuse of tax exempt status for yeah, churches. Exactly. It's I it's fucking brilliant. I love. I his, have to give it to him. It's brilliant. I love his tasty pantry deluxe bucket. Time of trouble ten thousand four hundred seventy two. That's not a time of trouble. <laughs> time of trouble is like, oh man, I got a little intestinal distress. It's a time of trouble. If you have to eat ten thousand servings of freeze dried corn. <laughs> That's I don't want to make it through the first nine thousand servings. Well, I went to the math real quick. That's almost three dollars a serving. Are you serious? Yeah, it's almost three dollars a serving. Thirty seven hundred. Yeah, ten thousand. It's almost three dollars a serving. It's two dollars two dollars and eighty three cents a serving. It's not even good economics when you're Ac buying and, ten thousand. Yeah, when you're units. buying ten thousand. Think of how many no. fucking ramen noodles you can get for for thirty seven hundred dollars. Well, they're ten cents a piece, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so 30 30, times yeah, that. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right. So yeah. Crazy. Yeah. You can get way 37,000. Yeah. Right. 37,000 servings instead of 10,000. 10, now, granted, you know, ramen's not going to be your full fucking no, but I don't this stuff is, either. but this, like, uh, but again, that's another right. thing too, is that they're talking about the vitamins and things like that. Like this is not, this is not healthy food. It's not it's, healthy. And it's deeply calorically deficient. They were yeah. saying it's like a serving or yeah, whatever. The servings, like 800 yep, calories. Yeah. So the Jesus. servings are. Yeah. 800 calories? Yeah. You fucking... I, I'll eat my I thought kids. it was less than that even. I thought it was 450. Oh my God. Yeah, I really? thought it was a tiny... Like I thought the servings were tiny. Is and that's why you're saying... a teaspoon for a serving? That's why you're saying three servings a day, which is what three meals a day would normally be 2,000 calories, but they're not even being up that close. Because three servings a day of 800 calories... Would be fine. Would be fine. It'd be 2,400. But it's not. I think it's much less. I think it's half of that. Oh, holy fuck. Yeah. That, that, like, I'm this just is, appalled at eating that little. I know. <laughs> I'm, that hurts. <laughs> this Holy is so shit. insidious. Yeah. Like this is actually malicious, making money off of people's absolutely. Suffering. Oh yeah, and absolutely. People, and fear and, and their and, fear. Yeah, and well, getting these donations from people who cannot fucking afford this. People on restricted. That's going to be the key. Yeah. Incomes. Yeah. It, yeah. These are all old people. Like you said, they're not going to survive the apocalypse. The big flash happens. They all have a fuck. A door slams too loud. They all have a heart attack. <laughs> they have a grabber if the cat meows too loud. These are people, though, that, that a lot of them couldn't survive without power, right? right. They just wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of people in the world that yeah. wouldn't anyway, but I'm saying these people 
people would not survive. Right. So there, it's not going to be worth it. The crash is the coming. Word, the word says why that sow it into the Lord and do it. Here. You're not doing it for us. Do it for your church. The, the word says, and can you imagine a church having a million dollars worth of food? I, I'm, I'm so serious. Well, you know, it's we're there. We're there for these times are coming. The Bible says that our our riches will be a witness against us. When the time comes that you've left money in the bank that could have been used to help people, to help feed people, and all you did is you just kept all your riches for yourself. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh you are asking for their riches. <laughs> but it's, it says the man in the linen suit. Yeah. He's literally sitting there in a linen suit on a stage begging for your money and complaining about you having too much money. Yeah. You're never going to have it if you're rich. On the other hand, I'm willing to take that bullet for yeah, you. Right. I'm, I'm willing. To, I'm willing to give you this <laughs> right. food. So you'll survive. Right. It will be a witness against you. You will stand before God and he will say, why didn't you do more to help the needy? Oh, Jesus. God. Right. And, that, and, and that, he's and the that, needy and one. And that's the thing, right? I was just going to say, and that, isn't that amazing? That's the needy. We're the needy. You didn't help the needy. And he's going to say, I'm going to make it seem like uh, you're giving food to the needy. But if you get all this food, this buckets and buckets and buckets of food, they always, they, the, one of the, one of the videos we watched before was where they talked about, don't tell people, don't tell anyone that, that you, you have, have this the food. food because they're going to come get it. They're going to yeah, come take it from you. And yeah, right. But he's, what he's saying is that you get one bucket for yourself. God keeps filling that. You buy the other buckets and you donate them. That's what he's saying. And then you donate them to your church. And then the church has them. That's what he's saying. So you don't even get the food. I thought he was metaphysic, like metaphorically. No, no, no. Saying I think that that's what he's saying. I think he's saying, use your money to help other people. Don't use your money to help you. You should buy one of these buckets and then call him and be like, hey, man, it hasn't filled itself up yet. How we long should. do I have to right. wait? I've been, it's timing. Is, uh, just buy it, throw the food away, and put a timer in the middle yeah. of it. And then be like, Jim, I've been waiting for a while. <laughs> Well, he'll probably say, I really sort of, I invested all my yearly income into this, in food, this food and it's not refilling. This is, and I didn't, I mean, I eat the first to make it the magic one. I eat it right away. It's first in first out, you know? So <laughs> so, uh, so Bryce, um, we know you're in town uh, doing this work, but you have a podcast. Uh, what's your podcast? I do one and a half podcasts. One and a half podcasts. Yes. I do a half a podcast. Mm -hmm. yeah. Between two Between shows, two I shows, do a half a podcast. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do Naked Mormonism. Mm -hmm. That is my serial Mormon history podcast. I just start with episode one with the birth of Joseph Smith and evolve chronologically from there. Um, I came, I, I, you guys had me on when I was very early on and I was still getting my podcasting legs. It's developed much more since uh -huh. since the the you know two and a half years since I was not in Glorial Studios, yeah. but but talking to you from Nebraska. Sure, that's gross. Don't uh, talk like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. It wasn't Indiana at yeah. least. Uh, is that better? Is Nebraska better? Mm, I don't know. Can you ever mm. say Nebraska's better and fill in the blank? Probably better than Uganda. Mm. Okay, that's that's fair. marginally, marginally. Yeah. Okay, yeah. still. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And, uh, I've, uh, for the past, uh, just over a year now, I've been doing this full time now because it takes so much time dedicated sure, to sure. researching and sifting through the bullshit in Mormon history to actually bring the real history and report it 
and I'm learning it as I report it on the I podcast. See. And then the other show I do is My Book of Mormon podcast uh-huh, yeah. with Murray Kent. Yeah. Took that over from David Michael. David Michael. I remember David Michael. Yeah. yeah. And we uh, we read through the Doctrine and Covenants, which is just the next iteration of uh, Joseph Smith's Revelations. Oh, so you read it together and then you just talk about it. Yeah. And it's, it's a historical book, basically. Because whenever Joseph Smith had a problem, he was like, thus saith the Lord, you go buy a printing press. <laughs> so that the all of those revelations are in the Doctrine and Covenants. So we just read through it. We read the names. We give some historical context. Uh, we even, for patrons, we review really shitty Mormon movies because everybody's doing that because sure. it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah they're, absolutely. They're a dime a dozen. They're fucking everywhere. It's great. Um, so yeah, but Naked Mormonism, that's kind of what I spend all of my time doing. And that's uh, every Thursday it airs. And uh, it was actually thanks to the the support from the patrons that I was able to come out here to Nauvoo and attend this Mormon history conference oh, nice. and, you know, kind of get in on the bleeding edge of Mormon history research and see these these articles that are being published right now and learn from the, the people that are publishing them and ask them pointed questions and actually... Uh, you know, discuss them, uh, what what they're presenting in their research. And you have to understand a lot about church history in order to um, not report terrible shit about church history, <laughs> <laughs> not, not talk about apologetics or anti-Mormon so-called reporting. So isn't Nauvoo a planet in Star Wars? Mm. It's that's with a colob. B. It's with a B. Naboo. Oh. Naboo. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's where the princess Amidala is from. Did you meet a princess when you were down there? Felt like a princess. <laughs> <laughs> so people are going to find your podcast. Where would they look? Uh, iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, don't use iTunes anymore. Apparently, they don't have the entire backlog of podcasts. Oh, okay. I don't know what the deal is with that, uh, but Stitcher or any podcast or app of your choice that is Naked Mormonism, or you can support on patreon.com slash Naked Mormonism, where uh, supporters get a bunch of extra content uh, pretty much every week. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, Guys, thanks, Studios. thanks for having me in the glory hole. Felt really good in here. Good. <laughs> a little sweaty, but it's... <laughs> it's a little uh, warm in the glory hole. first time I've been to a All glory right. hole. It's a little warm in the glory hole. It's been a good experience. Yeah. Grab a towel by the door. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, and also for listeners that are interested, um, they can go over to episode 71 of Naked Mormonism where they can hear me tell you guys about the worst presidential candidate in American history. If that's something that interests them. Oh, nice. Okay. Cool. We'll check All it right. out. That's great. Thanks for joining us today, Bryce. It was Thank a lot of fun. Thank you, guys. It Thank was you. awesome. So uh, that's going to wrap it up for this episode, but we're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The 
The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.